Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Happy Wellness Wednesday, everybody. I hope all is well with you. Today's podcast is kind of a blast from the past. On my Instagram today, I've posted a very adorable young picture of the person that my sister actually used to call Lala. (laughs) And I say that, uh, yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person, but that little girl in the picture was almost, well, I don't know that I need to tell you how long ago that was because that'll just be kind of depressing for me. But anywho, it was my catalyst for today's topic. And today's Wellness Wednesday is all about the choices that we make in our lives. Everything in our life is a reflection of the choices that we've made. And sometimes we forget that this amazing life that we have, that we get to choose how we want to live it. Sounds basic, I know, but really this whole thought journey for me started a few weeks ago when I was reflecting over this past year of covid You know, I mean, we passed the one year anniversary and I was thinking about the things that I've lost, like my sweet Thomas and the things that I've gained, how precious health and time is. I mean, (laughs) traveling to a coaching appointment now versus being on Zoom, it just doesn't make sense anymore. So even I know a lot of employers have, you know, recognized that benefit, et cetera. But anyway, a little off topic there, but you know, I was relaxing at home after a busy week and again, a lot of thought and I'm pulling the Netflix thing, you know, as we all have over this past year and I was looking for a movie and I am not much of a, you know, like girly love story movie watcher, but literally the only thing that I hadn't watched yet, if you will, (laughs) and actually looked worth watching was this movie called The Choice. And it was a film adapted from a book by Nicholas Sparks, which you you know, most people know from the movie and book, The Notebook, with adorable Ryan Gosling. And I forget the girl's name because Ryan is just too cute. (laughs) She's beautiful. But anyway, you get my point. Anyway, so, you know, it definitely had a very similar theme, as you would expect from a Nicholas Sparks book slash movie. But I really actually enjoyed the movie. It wasn't like overly sappy or, you know, anything like that. It really makes you think about what may seem like the smallest nothing choice can have such a massively profound ripple effect in your life. And that sentiment ran throughout the entire movie with both good and bad consequences. But no spoiler alert, It had a Hollywood ending, as you would expect from a Nicholas Sparks type movie. But listen, I love movies. I love plays. I love the entire field of drama as a whole. And I have my whole life. And I owe all of that to my dad. I grew up being in plays, traveling with my father's youth group to different cities to put on plays that he directed. It was just so much fun. And I think one of the reasons why I love movies, plays, drama in general is because they have so much to do with reminding me of being a child and pretending. Something that all of us definitely probably need to do a little bit more of is kind of, you know, escape, not escapism in that sense, but just lighten it up, you know? And of course, it also has to do with how it's such a great way 
like I just said, of transporting us to another place in time. It lightens us. It's it's a little form of meditation, truly. And for somebody like me, who can sometimes not only be a little too much in my head, I literally, I'm like my whole life, not so much lately, but I put such a great deal of pressure on myself at times. So movies, plays, etc. They're just a fantastic way for me to step back into a much lighter, more creative space. And who doesn't need that on a wellness Wednesday, you know? But here's what I'm starting to wrap my brain around. And that's kind of a disclaimer to let you know <laughs> that I haven't figured all of this out, That I'll just give it a shot here. My earliest memory of making a bad decision, this is going to sound crazy, was when I was five years old. And yes, I was actually in the first grade because at that time, way back in those olden days, (laughs) they let us start earlier for school. So like I was one of the last years that you could start school at five years old, whatever. So this particular day, I forgot to wear my glasses before heading to school. And my teacher, her name was Mrs. Beatley. Remember that doll? Mrs. Beasley, again, dating myself, don't care. She reminded me of her. But anyway, she saw that I didn't have my glasses on and in front of the entire classroom, this is what happens. Laura, where are your glasses? I left them at home. You need to go to the principal's office and have someone bring you your glasses. So you need to go to the principal's office. Five years old, y'all. I'm like, I wanted to crawl under my desk and just nobody look at me. I don't exist forget that I'm here. (laughs) So I have to get up. Everybody, of course, you know, I don't even care what age you are. When you leave your school classroom, everybody, when you've been told to leave the classroom anyway, everybody looks at you like, oh, and there's this like, you can hear this rush of people turning in their chairs and watching you leave. I know a little bit dramatic, but you get my point. I don't know who they called. I'm assuming they called my mom or my dad, but my mom was a school, she was, I think, second grade. I'm not sure then. She went back and forth between second grade and third grade. She was a teacher for 27 years. So at that time, she was teaching school and she couldn't leave. She wasn't at my school. And my dad, I don't think he could leave his work. So maybe it was my next door neighbor who took care of us after school. Maybe she went, I don't know. I have no idea. I have zero recollection. (laughs) None of this really matters. Anyway, get to the point, Laura, of who came and dropped off my glasses. But what I absolutely still in this very moment have such a visceral memory of is my little bitty hands wrapped around that long metal bar staring out that front door at Tamarack Elementary School in Owensboro, Kentucky. I was consumed with humiliation and who knew a five-year-old child could even understand (laughs) what humiliation was, but I was covered in it. And that memory was the sole responsibility of me having a forgetful moment at five years old. And you would think, oh, not a big deal, but literally I'm 54 years old and I can still remember that so tactful, Tiley. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Whatever. Probably not the perfect use. That's what happens because my first grade teacher threw me out of class. (laughs) That's the day they taught that lesson. But you know, also looking back as an adult now, I can also see that that was a horrible choice for that teacher. She absolutely could have stepped next to my table, stopped at recess. Like she could have handled that in so many different ways in such a loving, you know, like totally different. 
I can't fix her. All that I can do is deal with my memory of it and realize that I was okay, everything's okay. And as the saying goes, we're all free to make our choices, but we're not free to choose the consequences. So that brings me back to what I've been wrapping my brain around. All choices have both good and bad outcomes, no matter what. You simply have to weigh the consequences beforehand and literally attempt to minimize the ripple effect of the bad outcomes. I spent such a good piece of my life, like I said before, being really harsh on myself. My, I don't know if it's because of being an older child, just whatever my DNA is. My bar of expectation for performing at my best was always very high. Now, the good outcome of that for me is that I have lived a life totally full of adventure. I have no regrets. And while I still have things that I want to do, I, I haven't been one of those people that like lives a bucket list life, meaning like there's this long list of things that I want to do someday. I literally just, I can honestly say I've pretty much done everything that I want to do with my life right now. And yes, I keep coming up with stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love to live in Italy, but that's not going to work right now because my parents are still here and like they're not going to come to Italy that much. <laughs> but when they're not, sayonara, adioso, whatever language, ciao, um, I am off to Italy. Anyway, you know, I have to pursue these passions and continue to set these things that I want to do in my life. And I'm sure you're similar because if I don't, and I think all of us are this way, if we don't have those carrot moments in front of our life that we want to achieve, we literally start to die inside. That's why I don't believe in retiring because it's just humanly not what we do. Because when you stop having things that you want to do and achieve and be and do, I think I said that twice. Anyway, you literally, your brain, everything just starts to go, okay, we're done. See you later. Checking out. The bad part of me living in the moment and living a bucket list life, if you will, is that not only did I suffer physically at times, sometimes financially, I also had a ripple effect of negativity on other people in my life that I really care a lot about. And they also felt the repercussions of my choices. But again, the way that I see it, it isn't that there, that it was wrong. Wait a minute. Of course, there are some <laughs> ripple effects that are wrong, like murder and other awful things like that. But I hope I don't have to disclaim that I'm not referencing murder. I'm just talking about... Anyway, moving on. Like I said, okay. At five, standing at that door at Tamarack, that teacher could have easily handled the situation with me with way more care. But as an adult, I can heal that hurt and realize it was just a part of my journey. The benefit of that process for me was I now have so much love, empathy, and compassion for children as a whole because I really grasp how every little thing that we do as adults alters their course. <laughs> when I see little kids don't care what their gender with glasses, oh my God, just it's like seeing the cutest little puppy in the entire world. I just love all over them. And it's just, it's kind of funny. My mom fills up with delight when she sees me now see a kid with glasses. It just warms my heart. But, and part of that is because I really know what it feels like to be different, to be isolated and sometimes minimized. So of course, therefore my compassion for kids with glasses, just in general kids, 
runs so deep for anybody that could have experienced a similar situation as I've expressed here. Our choices define our journey. And that's what we're all on. Our journey isn't right or wrong, good or bad. They're just the lessons that we are here to learn. And those lessons that we learn are the ones that can help impact others for good. As a coach, as a real estate broker for my agents, as a wellness coach, the hurdles that I have overcome, these, some people call them failures, that I've experienced, you know, literally the, the, we talk about how many no's do you get before you get to the yes? Like that's my life. Like I've had a thousand mishaps to get me to where I am. And all of my coaching clients, my agents, etc., learn, they benefit, they quantum leap their experience because not that they're riding on my coattails, but they're being elevated like someone laying down their coat on a puddle. I'm giving them a bridge to bypass that mistake. And this journey through the choices that we make is why I call this the experiment podcast, because that's what life is. It's about the experiment that we are here to learn and help ourselves and others. And that is honestly why I love excellence so much. I, I have a liveexcellence.com. You can go to lauradowdy.com. Like I started my live excellence coaching business in 2014. And we are all of us constantly learning and growing and striving to be our best. Literally our purposes until we're no longer here. That little dash between birth and death, that little dash is about all the things that those massive numbers of chapters, hopefully you have massive, things that you've learned. I will say that after watching the movie, The Choice, the only what if that applies to any choice involving someone we love is this. What if today was my last day? Or what if today was their last day? After having a year of COVID, I know that that is really top of mind, but as we open up and we get to feel like we're quote unquote more normal, we're going to start to forget these things again. That's just how we are. And life can change on a dime and COVID has taught us that and we have to keep remembering that. And when you get caught up in the busyness, the superficial BS of life, texting, social media, how many reels you have, all this ridiculous stuff that Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> is going to be accountable for one day. Let me say it loud and clear here. It is in those now moments that we may miss the opportunity to choose what is our most excellent choice. When you are so clouded with all of these FOMO things, I promise you, you're making decisions that are not your best for you. And those are the moments that I definitely would like to avoid moving forward. And I'm sure you would as well. And that's why I wanted to, like I said, I posted this picture to remind me of having a childlike heart because children do not stress over these ridiculous things that we deal with in our adult life every day. So make your choices with the freedom that pursuing your excellence which is meant for you and only you will reveal itself. Your job is to be awake and present 
enough to follow that nudge. And I promise you, if you are drowning in the Mark Zuckerberg BS of life, you are not seeing those beautiful birds that are on my back deck singing their beautiful songs every morning and throughout the day because I have decided to feed them. There's just those little things that are just pure God sharing his joy, his smile, his love. Sorry, (laughs) I literally just got a little bit emotional about that because those are such precious, precious moments. And when we're running around pursuing success, which is amazing because it glorifies our purpose and our existence and being here. But if we're missing those moments, mm -mm, I don't want any part of that. I hope that today's podcast provides a little more wellness for you in your life and that you really think about the choices that you have the opportunity to make every day. It's cliche to say that you make choices as if today was your last day or someone that you love's last day, but it isn't cliche. It is honest to God truth. If we all lived our lives as if today was our last day, what an amazing, amazing world this would be. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak into your heart and I'll see y'all next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.